Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am Pat Rulo. We specialize in author interviews, audiobook, and podcast production, as well as the prestigious Firebird Book Awards and the Positive Change Podcast Awards. We also feature our fun and short podcast that allows authors to record their own writing tip to share on our Boom Bang, Oh My Gosh Wow podcast. And you can find that right along with everything else we do at speakuptalkradio.com. But today, I am thrilled to share a recent Firebird Book Award winning author with you. He is Peter Morin, and his winning book is titled The Return of Abaddon. Pete grew up in Green Bay, Wisconsin, before joining the Army out of high school. After a couple enlisted years, he switched gears and decided to go the officer route. He graduated from West Point four years later and subsequently spent five years as an Army transportation officer. He eventually moved back to Green Bay with his wife and first child to pursue life in the corporate world. The next several years turned out to be quite life-changing. He's now in Florida and his passion for writing and world creation is as high as ever. The Return of Abaddon, the first book in his epic fantasy series, The Scars of High Reef, was released in March of 2022 and won first place in our Firebird Book Awards in three categories, fantasy, magical realism, and metaphysical fantasy. And you can look out for his second book, Surprising Alley, late in the year. I'm so happy to share him with you. So let's get going. Welcome to the network, Peter. Thank you. I'm happy to have you here today, and congratulations on the Firebird Book Award win. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, it was a little bit of a surprise, but a good one for sure. <laughs> we all need some good surprises these days, don't we? <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> you know, you got to hang on to those. Oh, my gosh. All right, well, listen, before we get into your book, I mentioned in your intro that you experienced some life-changing events, and life-changing events always is food, I think, and impetus for writing books. So maybe just take us back a little. What happened that changed your life? Sure, yeah. Um, you know, part part of the reason um, why we, you know, I moved up to Wisconsin, and I, I grew up there, uh, number one, but um, uh, part of the reason why we moved up there, my, my mom had Alzheimer's, and she was starting to kind of, you know, um, get worse. And, and so we decided, you know what, let's just go up there. So, um, got a job with Schneider, um, national, the trucking company, uh, up there where they're headquartered and, uh, decided to go that route so we could be there, you know, with, with my mom and stuff. And, uh, <clears throat> I don't, I forget how, I think it was like probably two, two to three years later. I forget the exact timing, but, but she kind she passed away, which honestly was a, a blessing because she was, you know, just long gone by then. But, um, then, you know, some other, some other really crazy stuff happened. My, my dad had three years, um, three years after that died. Um, and then my wife's brother died a year later. Um, so all this crazy stuff happened. And, and, and so we're just kind of having this really, you know, introspective period where we're trying to figure out, like, you know, there's got to be more to it than this, right? So, um, so we just decided to really throw caution to the wind, and and my wife had found this um, intensive massage therapy school in Costa Rica, and you know, I had been mulling over the idea of writing for a while, um, and we were like, let's do it. 
so, you know, quit my job um, at the end of 2019, and uh, we we sold half of our stuff and put the rest in storage, and then we went to Costa Rica, and um, um, we ended up being there for six months. Unfortunately, like halfway through their schooling, uh, you know, the world kind of shut down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, that threw a big wrench into it, but... Um, but I kind of got my, you know, the the other good, well, the, another crazy event that happened is while we were there, a um, couple months after, well, no, a month and a half after we got there, my my wife's mom died, um, kind of a, a crazy um, cancer situation that came back almost out of nowhere. And, and um, so... You know, we're out of the country. All this stuff's happening. The world is shut down. And literally, like a week later, is when they shut the school down after a month. It was just this crazy, oh. this crazy period. You know, and it's a beautiful place. We're on the Pacific coast in a little little town called Samra in Costa Rica, and it is just. I mean, it's you know, it's sort of God's garden down there, <laughs> and it's just. It's so we're in this beautiful place on. Bad stuff is happening, and yeah, so yeah, you know, a lot of soul searching and stuff, and and um, so needless to say that that you know book writing and stuff get you know got a little derailed and all that, but but um, anyway, when we finally came back, we came back to to Florida where her parents were and where we had met, and uh, and so then I really started kind of getting getting the writing going again, and. And I uh, was able to put this out. So, um, yeah, oh. I have this crazy idea just to kind of leave everything, start something new, and you know, you get all kinds of stuff thrown at you. So it's <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's it, it was interesting. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's just one thing after the next, and de- yeah. <laughs> and and you know, death that that is such a crisis in and of itself um, for a family and to have it repeated four times, you do begin to wonder, it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. what, what, what are well, we supposed to get out of this? Well, for sure. And, you know, we, I think a lot of people hear this saying like, oh, bad stuff comes in threes, right? And we were like, I, I don't know how many threes are coming, but <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but we thought like, you know, I had both my parents. And then, although you could look at one of them being, you know, sort of a godsend anyway, yeah. but, um, you know, we have that three, then, and then we, you know, all this great stuff is happening. We're in Costa Rica, right? It's just, it's great. Um, and then, you know, her mom dies and the world shuts down. <laughs> I'm like, what else? Yeah. Could I go wrong? <laughs> oh, it's, well, first of all, I also want to congratulate you and your wife just for having the moxie to say, you know what? Let's just pick up and try something new. How many people want to do that? talk about it and never do. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, it was funny, like a lot of, a lot of, um, coworkers and friends and stuff, you know, they're, I would say, you know, 90% of them were like, Oh my God, I wish, yeah. I wish I could do that. I, I, I can't, I, you know, I, I'm, you know, I don't know, this far invested in it. You know, I've got, you know, I just, I gotta get another, you know, and 15 years and I can retire, you know, those kinds of things. And so most of them were like, you know, somewhat, at least somewhat envious of us. Um, some just thought we were just 
crazy, crazy. and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, no, nope. it, it, everyone everyone's got their their own path. But uh, um, you know, we had we had the opportunity. There's a lot of stuff that happened, and we were like, you know what? We'll sell the house. We'll use that money. We'll go to Costa Rica and let's let's try something different. Wow. And you had children, you brought children with you to Costa Rica? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Three, three children. Um, huh. the, let's see, at the time, uh, the oldest was, let's see, two years ago, that would be, he just turned 14. So, um, he was, he was 11 when we got there, um, 12 when we got back. And then the other two, um, were, five, uh, let's see, five and six. Wow. Or I just turned, they just turned, well, one I just turned six before we left, and the other one turned five right after we got there. So. Oh my God. What an experience for them, though. That is so cool. And that's going to be a lesson for them, a life lesson that they'll always be able to take with them to say, hey, my mom and dad, you know, had the guts to do something like this. So, so can I. So I, I think it was a, yeah. a wise, wise choice. Wow. 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 I love this. Yeah. I wish, you know, I, I we had, we had literally just enrolled them in a uh, international school down there for um, two weeks, and then yeah. it shut down. Yeah, that's sad. Because of everything, but and it stopped because they're just—it was so cool to see. You know, they got—it um, was you know the bilingual things. So they were learning Spanish, yeah. and you know all this this great like outdoors, basically outdoor school. You know, um, but really cool. Um, really awesome learning environment and um they're really really loving it and uh and <laughs> that yeah. all got done too oh. so um you know you know I, we always think like what could have been right but um <laughs> but still a good experience absolutely it's a life life experience oh my gosh i'm glad we talked about this it's uh, very inspiring for sure <laughs> all righty my friend let's get into your book um Maybe give us a peek, the return of Abaddon. Tell us what we might expect. Um, sure. Uh, <clears throat> since it won't be much of a spoiler anyway, um, essentially it starts out um, with uh, the main character, Wilder. Uh, he's just graduated high school, um, 18 years old, but he's got uh, multiple, scleros- uh, multiple sclerosis that's really been progressive and getting pretty bad. So um, his mom uh, decides to take him on a, on a, on a vacation, you know, it could be his last because he's just struggling. Um, so it takes him to Hawaii and they, you know, go on a few different excursions and stuff. And then, um, and then something happens that uh, goes, goes terribly wrong for him. So that, they're taking a, a helicopter tour around Kauai, and uh, the helicopter <clears throat> suddenly causes the helicopter to crash. He gets thrown from the helicopter, um, and then uh, when he kind of comes to, he starts crawling toward it to find his mom and realizes that she had died. Um, and so he's just, you know, distraught, and knowing his situation, he's like, it should have been me. Um, you know, not you. And so he's just kind of, <clears throat> you know, he wishes it would have been him. So then something else happens and he suddenly, um, opens his eyes and he's somewhere else, like completely. So, um, you know, he 
sits up. He's in a dirt circle surrounded by these big stone pillars and, and, uh, and, you know, definitely not <laughs> where he was a few seconds ago. So, um, meets a man there, starts trying to, trying to tell him what, you know, what happened. He doesn't believe him, but, <clears throat> excuse me. But shortly after that, then he meets a, a, another, uh, a, a boy and a girl his age, or right around his age. And they start telling him, um, a fantastic story of what, really is happening. So he's he's in this new world, Hyreth, and there is a prophecy that um, he finds out was about his, they thought was about his dad, um, who had disappeared on the day of his birth back on Earth, um, and he finds out he's alive and in, uh, you know, in, in Hyreth as well. And, but there's this prophecy surrounding that. They thought it was dad to find, you know, now they realize it's him and that's why, um, this group of people that he had just met had gone to earth to save him, uh, from Abaddon. And Abaddon is an ancient being, um, from another world who had come to Hyreth 2000 years earlier to try to conquer it. And, uh, he got defeated eventually. Um, by the phoenixes that, that kind of drove him out. Um, everyone kind of thought he had died, but, uh, he did not. He escaped and he is back to finish what he started. So, um, Wilder then after, after sort of just being blindsided by all this new information, um, you know, he's got to decide where, you know, you know, what he's going to do. Um, obviously it's a heavy thing for an 18 year old kid, but, um, so he just starts this, you know, seemingly impossible quest to save this new world he got thrown into. And the, you know, the rest of the book kind of starts those, those initial, initial things where, you know, he's, he's going out and trying to find some allies to fight Abaddon. And, um, Abaddon doesn't, Abaddon thinks he killed him on earth for the time being. So they're trying to keep that a secret as well. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's the, the gist of the book and, um, you know, a lot of the magic and all that kind of stuff involved. Um, so it's, uh, um, I, I think it's a pretty good, pretty good tale and a good start to the, to the series. Oh my Pete, where does this come from? Um, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> that's all in the, that all in my head somewhere, I guess. That's, uh, <laughs> Um, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. The first thing I, the first thing I ever wrote down in regards to this was just the beginning of the book. Like I had this vision of a helicopter crash and then, you know, the main character getting transported to this new world. And, um, and that was really the very first thing I did before I like even thought about where I wanted to go with it. <laughs> so, um, it, the details surrounding, you know, everything kind of, you know, shifted by the time I wrote the book, but the, that general concept, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of, that's sort of what I based everything off of. <laughs> did you know this was going to be a series when you first started or did you discover yeah. that along? Oh, you did. Yeah, I did. Um, so after, or after, after I wrote that, you know, very, you know, first probably half chapter or whatever, which ended up being, I think the second, maybe the second chapter, but, um, 
But uh, after I did that, I just I went in and started this list of characters, really, where I wanted to incorporate. So the first characters you meet in the story, um, you know, I had, like once you got to High Reef, anyway, um, those are um, <clears throat> those are the first characters you meet. So I developed those, uh, and then one of my favorite characters, which I think um, anyone who reads the book um, would. Might, might agree, but King Zane, um, was one of my favorite ones. And I had, you know, for him, I think I wrote the most notes <laughs> out of any character as I started kind of compiling what I thought, um, I wanted to have. And then, so just brainstorming and dumping, I think 20 pages of, of notes on like what I wanted to happen, um, throughout the series and, and, uh, so I knew it was going to be a series. I honestly wasn't sure if it was going to be five or seven books, but the way it's, it's looking, I think it's going to be seven. So why was King Zane your favorite? Um, he's, he's a very complex character, and um, there's just so much that goes into him because he's sort of, his whole bloodline basically has sworn allegiance to Abaddon. So way back 2,000 years ago, um, you know, his bloodline was given the uh, kingdom of Falden um, for swearing allegiance to Abaddon. So, you know, 2,000 years later then, he's, you know, he's next in line. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's something where it, it's an interesting thing because you know, somebody way back when might have sworn allegiance to it, but it doesn't mean he did. So he's in this, he's in this interesting situation. And, um, you know, obviously, you know, what I know in my head of what's coming, I, I can't, I can't, I can't divulge, but, right. uh, right. let's just say I have a, a full book, an entire sort of flashback book planned in the middle of the series for Zane. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, you're going to have fun with that, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How long did it take for you to write this? I think from really from start to finish, it was it was six months. Okay. All right. And are you writing full time? So yeah. 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 And as much as I can with the distraction with kids and whatever. Else. <laughs> well, that's you know, that's true. What does it What does it look like? What does your writing process look like? Would you get up in the morning and start digging in, or is just whenever it happens? Um. It's typically whenever, whenever it happens, um, I, I just go more off, more off feeling because sometimes I'll, I'll sit and, uh, you know, I'll just stare at the screen. (laughs) Um, so I've, yeah, the time of day really kind of shifts. There's no, um, that period that I specifically write. Um, yesterday, for example, I, uh, I did, kind of have a day where I, I wrote a lot of the day. So I wrote and edited an entire chapter, which was nice. Um, it's not always the case, but typically I'm, I'm probably like a half a chapter a day. Um, when, you know, when I, when I'm clicking pretty good, but you know, there's days where I might write a hundred words because yep. <laughs> it's just, I'm, I'm waiting for sort of that next, yep. that next transition piece or whatever. But 
Do you think it's easier to know when you're done, you know when it's ended, when you're writing a series, or or is it more difficult to know when to end a book within a series? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good question. Um, because I'm only, I think I'm probably 60% of the way through the second book <clears throat> right now. Like, I have an idea of where I want to, I know exactly where I want to end the third book. Um, the second book is the, you know, it's a little fluid yet of where exactly I want to end it. The first one, the first one, I actually didn't know where I was going to end it until probably halfway through the book. Um, and then I had sort of a flash idea of, of exactly where I wanted to, to end it and with what character and that kind of thing. So, so that, that was good, but it's, I typically, I don't, for me personally, I think every book's really kind of different. Mm-hmm. Like there's, like I said, the middle of the series is going to be a sort of a flashback book to cover the the story of Zane. But um, so I know exactly where I'm going to finish the third one because of that. Mm-hmm. But I really, you know, when I first started, I didn't know exactly where I was going to end the first one or the second one. And the second one's still a little bit fluid, but... Mm-hmm. That that'll probably come to me pretty pretty quick here. I, I've got the next few chapters fully mapped out and know know what I'm going to do. Um, and then uh, after that, there's a little bit of a fluid piece to it. Mm-hmm. But then uh, I should be able to wrap it up. So I, I think it changes. You know, I have an idea for. I know like the fifth book, what's going to happen there. I know the end of the sixth book, but yeah, there's a lot. In between, yeah. (laughs) For sure. I ask because I'm always fascinated. Some some authors who I speak with write the ending first. So it's just Mm -hmm. interesting to me to hear about different processes that people uh, people go through. Yeah, honestly I'm I'm more of a sort of flow writer where I just kinda let the story almost guide me Uh as I'm going. (laughs) Excuse me. I, I have, you know, several main major things that I want to happen throughout the book, obviously. But um, in between those, and, and sometimes those even change because of just kind of where the where I just feel like the story takes me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, those I, I love those moments where you know, in your writing process and stuff, where you know, because I've got these things that are going to happen later in the series. I, I'm not really sure yet, like how to necessarily tie some of them in because they're just sort of standalone things. And then all of a sudden I have this idea for a character that's going to tie in, you know, like I just had this a few days ago <laughs> writing the second book, you know, and I had this idea for the character that's like this, to me anyway, <laughs> it feels like this perfect tie in to something big that's going to happen in book five. <laughs> so those are, those are my favorite things. I just get all super jacked up and excited, you know. I'm like, yes. Yes. (laughs) I love that. Such passion. And what about the cover, the cover art? How did that come about? Um, I have, um, I've got a friend who um, I actually graduated West Point with that he, he started self-publishing several years ago and then he had taken a break for a while, but I had reached out to him and um just started asking about the process and all that as I was um you know 
probably halfway through my book and stuff, my first book. And um, so got to talking to him about all this stuff. And then he had recommended an illustrator um, that he had used for his, but, you know, his covers were, were decent. So I, um, so I reached out to, to this, um, this illustrator and my wife and I were like kind of scouring the, uh, different book covers and stuff just for general ideas of the look of it. And so I sent him a few ideas and, and he came, uh, he shot a few ideas back and we, um, and we kind of altered it a little, um, I think one other time and then came up with that. And then I, I've got this, you know, the, the cool thing is it's, it's got that sort of centerpiece. Yes. Um, which we can, we can use to, you know, like that'll shift for every book. Right. And then as well as like the color scheme. So I've got this color scheme, you know, and this didn't happen until after the first book. Like, and then I started, I was like, oh, <laughs> and my wife's just laughing at me. It's like, ooh, okay, what color goes, you know, this, this, so if we've got seven books, like how is the flow of colors go? <laughs> you know, what, what are the best colors to kind of do here? And also there's the like meaning behind the colors too, right? right. You know, so, um, it would, so we kind of have, I have this idea of, you know, the, the color. I don't know exactly what I'm going to put on the, you know, that centerpiece for the second book yet, yeah. but it'll come. Um, yeah. 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 That's, that's <laughs> so neat that you, you have, your wife, that's an active part in this, to have that kind of support and desire to make this a together project is kind of, kind of special. Yeah. Well, and yeah, she's, she's definitely involved. She, she read, um, you know, the, the first book, because it was the first one, like I had her reading like every chapter when I was done, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so I'd, I'd write the chapter, do it, do a quick edit on it. And then give it to her and see what she thinks. And then, you know, she might offer some comments or something. And so I, you know, maybe I'd, I'd shift some things. And, um, she was actually very instrumental in, um, there's, there's one, one particular chapter that's sort of the big fight scene. Um, <clears throat> this big action fight sequence. Um, and, you know, I had written it, you know, did a quick edit. And then send to her, and I like I felt really <laughs> I was feeling really good about it. I was like, I think it's good. And uh, and then she read it. She's just like, oh, I, I I don't know. <laughs> like it, it's really kind of choppy, you know. Um, going from like one character to another, you know, like this character, this was happening to this character, this you know. And then so after that, so I kind of you know. Got a little offended at first. I was like, oh, For sure, yeah. The first time I had like real like that's not very good, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so I I you know I had a little cool off period. And a little bit later, I I reread it. And I'm like, oh, she's right. She's right. <laughs> <laughs> and so I went back through, and it was definitely the hardest chapter I had to write. And I think I altered it a couple more times. Like really trying to find the right flow and the right perspective to write it from, so it doesn't sound choppy. Because there's so much, there's so many things happening all at once, but you can't just be like, oh, this is happening, this, right, this, right, you know, right. it's like, what is going on? You're hopping around from one thing to another. So <laughs> she really kind of helped with that, which is nice. And uh, then we're taking a little bit different approach with this book. Like she's, um, 
um, she read sort of the first section of the book, like I think the first 16 chapters or something like that. And then she hasn't read the next section yet. So we're, we're trying it in much bigger chunks because it, it's, it was harder. Like one of the things we talked about in between was it was harder for her to kind of get it. Yeah. a feel from a reader's perspective right. if you're only reading chapter by chapter. Yep, that's true. Um, wow. So I think this one will kind of work out better, and she helps with helps with the general flow, like does it sound good, does anything come across, like I'm using certain words too much or whatever the case is, you know. An in-house uh, advisor, <laughs> that's pretty neat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> The middle of the or night, you know. Reader. You, yeah, exactly. You can wake her up in the middle of the night. Hey, beta reader, I've got a question. <laughs> Just thought of something. All righty. Wow, we've talked about a lot, and I want to make sure we're not missing anything that you wanted to highlight. A- anything more? No, I don't. I I don't think so. Just hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get the book in front of the <laughs> the right readers yep. and and uh, start driving some interest. Yeah, it takes a while and and uh, yeah. perseverance. So why don't you then share all of the places folks can go or where you want us to go to find out more about you and where we can find your book? Sure. Um, uh, obviously, Amazon um, has the book. You can either search up The Return of Abaddon, The Scars of High Reef, or uh, my name, Peter Morin. Um, you should be able to find it there. Uh, I have a I have a website as well, um, petermorin.com, uh, you can go to, and it's got the links then to, you know, my social media stuff and the Amazon page and, and things like that. So, um, those are probably the best, the best two, two sources there. All right. Okay. So we're speaking with Peter Morin and his winning book is titled The Return of Abaddon. We learned a lot today. Uh, be sure to head over to his website, petermorin.com. It's Peter, M-O-O-R-E-N, petermorin.com. Pete, thank you so much for sharing this with us. And I look forward to your um, your sequels. And I hope that you'll continue to share them with us. Absolutely, um, for sure. And thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. <laughs>